this is Abby Levine, and welcome to my podcast. Um, it's called Levine Intervention, and we are rocking and rolling now. This is my seventh podcast, and it's a very exciting day for me today. You're going to find out why in a minute. Um, Levine Intervention is a lightning bolt to the soul, offering humor, perspective, and advice to listeners who haven't quite mastered the art of the transition just yet. But today, they have. We are going to take a swan dive into the pool of questions you're too embarrassed to ask your mother. And today's show, well, you're just going to have to stay tuned to find out. Stick around. Love is more than just a game for two. Two in love can make it. Take my heart and I'm very, very excited about today's show because the purpose of Levine Intervention is to actually, you know, maybe just change a couple things in this world while I'm on it. Um, I don't really know that much, but what I know, I think I know, and I'm trying to pass on a few nuggets here and there. So um, I brought back a guest um, who is featured um, on really actually one of my favorite shows so far called First Time Sex. Um, and I wanted to give everybody her follow-up story um, because actually in television, when we do our stories, we often do follow-up shows because you can watch something that's entertaining and then you forget about it. And I've actually always felt like it's really important to know what happens once the show is over, like on Dr. Phil, like you can get up there and he can say anything anytime, but you never know what's going to actually come of what the dude says. So I'm doing today's show one, because I love the story two because I love the person who brought me the story and was willing to be featured on the show. And three, because, um, I want to let everybody know that we're doing something fabulous here <laughs> and um you know some some paths are getting moved and changed because of levine intervention so write down this email levine intervention at gmail.com you too could be here soon and you're gonna know why you're gonna want to be here in a second um yeah i'm just getting right to it all right so Trish is here. She's back. Welcome, Trish. Hi. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I've never been good at like hiding my emotions, so I'm sorry. I might. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to do this like huge like lead up, lead in to the show, and like try to slowly and seductively like tell your story <laughs> about like what happened to Trish when she left Levine Intervention and I was gonna try to get this whole little thing off one little split second at a time but um yeah that's not happening so um my enthusiasm overflows and I wanted to know how are you <laughs> <laughs> I'm great <laughs> Yeah. Did you um so you two is in town? Yes. Right. I saw them the past two nights. They're doing eight shows at the garden and yeah, more this week. <laughs> we established last time that you were here that you are a giant U two fan. Yes. You you circled the globe with them. 
Yes. So <laughs> now they're coming to you. See how powerful you are now? <laughs> yeah. You, you got them in your city for eight nights in a row. Yes. <laughs> it's a good week. <laughs> well, congratulations. I'm very happy for you for that. Me you, too. You did actually get tickets to like a lot of the I shows, I have tickets right? for six of the shows, and I'm... The seventh is pending. <laughs> You're still trying? Like, yes. as if you hadn't seen the other six. Like, I gotta get these tickets. I yes, gotta get it's these like tickets. this panic. <laughs> what if if I thought there one night he's gonna play the song I wanna hear. <laughs> well, you said that that happened already, right? Yeah. So yeah. they played a show. They played they a song. They played from- um, o- October, which is a song they haven't played for 26 years last night. So that was very exciting. How was that? It was amazing. I couldn't believe it. Is it recorded anywhere? Um, yeah, I saw a YouTube video. I don't know. Already. It's sort of like a amateur video, right. I guess. But yeah. Right. All right. It still lives on in my mind. <laughs> yeah, it is. Those are the moments that make life happen. Yeah. I have that with Dave Matthews. There's like this one song that he has. It's called Grace is Gone that he doesn't play that often. Or like something from his first album that Proudest Monkey is a song that he has. <laughs> How do I know you're working on stink? <laughs> we have some extra that? people in the house tonight <laughs> that was my dog burping um all right so trish we had a pretty intense show last time huh i mean yeah. not intense but like a lot happened yeah it got personal it got personal <laughs> it got personal right yeah yeah so when you left here last time you were going somewhere and um, we didn't talk about it. So, but now I know where you were going. Um, and we got out of here pretty late. So I didn't think that you were going anywhere. And honestly, I was a little worried that I <laughs> opened something up that was, it was personal. It was personal. Yeah. And I was like, I was nervous. But you were not rushing out because you were feeling badly. You were rushing out because... Yeah, I had a date. You had a date. <laughs> okay. Um, I didn't think it was worth mentioning because I had met a lot of people online and on apps and gone on dates plenty. And I didn't really expect anything to come of it. I was sort of putting myself out there and doing my dating duty, jobs, whatever. And... It ended up going really well. What went well about your date? Um, I think it was actually serendipitous that I was here be- right before. I ended up talking about a lot of stuff I probably wouldn't normally talk about on a first date. I was in an interesting headspace, and Chris asks a lot of questions and is very honest and open in our conversation. And it just, yeah, we met up and talked over a coffee and uh they ended up turning the lights out on us because we were talking and not <laughs> noticing that they closed so it was a very yeah it was a very engrossing conversation all right and chris is here we're gonna, i was gonna wait to introduce you but i feel i feel that your your presence is just I'm here ready to get and you're ready to go you want to talk you want to talk on the microphone sure. so we're going to bring you into the conversation i don't want to yeah, leave yeah. I mean, you out keep going with her and if you need me to interject whatever you need i'm here i'm here <laughs> so trish has a boyfriend now yep and his name is chris mm-hmm. tell us about yourself chris thank you for coming you're welcome Thanks to for Levine having intervention me. you have a very lovely staff isn't it true <laughs> 
The best in the biz. Best in the biz. We're going to India on a retreat in a couple weeks. We're, yeah. <laughs> pretty sweet. We go from sandwiches on a fr- on a Monday night to India. Well, this is a nice podcast. <laughs> it is telling your friends about it. Yes. Levineintervention.nyc. Um, so, Chris, how was your date with Trish a few months ago when you first met her? Very surprising. Very unlike any date I'd ever been on. Yeah, again, we were both kind of strangely upfront. I'm a pretty upfront person, especially these days. I'm divorced. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a variety of long-term kind of relationships. And yeah, nothing that really ever stuck. Nothing bad. Just kind of people that you're friends with, ultimately. And then... You're not really good. It fizzles. the other way, yeah. Yeah, whatever that, yeah. So, yeah, with Trish, basically, everything she said was kind of, she said a lot of things outside of my comfort zone as far as what I know from my own life, just from my experiences, you know, her background, her sort of the basic details that you discussed in the last podcast. That was kind of, whoa, you know, like, what do you do with that, really? So you, okay, so you decided to just put it all on the table up front. Well, it was weird. I didn't really want to say it at first, but he kept asking, like, well, what was the podcast about? And I was like, "Uh, okay, fine. (laughs) (laughs) Here it is. Do what you want with it. Yeah, I'm not a big small talk person. Right. (laughs) Especially on a date. Like, I'll bullshit if we're friends, but if we're not friends yet, I don't know if I want to waste time. Right. You know what I mean? I think we both kind of, where we were both at with dating was kind of like, we, well, I don't know. We, we'd had enough experiences of whatever kind that were just kind of, eh. But yeah, again, you kind of put yourself out there. So how long ago was this? It was about four months ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, four months ago today. About four months ago. Okay. Yeah. And I, again, I was like very, I was like a little nervous that we like went there because my whole point of doing the podcast is to actually, I'm not really worried about what people think while they're here i'm getting kind of focused on trying to get you to where i want to get you you know in the in the in the moment so you didn't leave here until like 10 p.m also i think yeah right yeah it was kind of late it was kind of late yeah and he chris was a bartender and friday night was like his only night to have a date that week i guess or that was open and so he was like I'm fluid. Just sort of text me when it's when it's over and we'll meet up. So. And how many times have you heard that when you're dating, too? And then the guy never responds or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So, so where did you go? Um, we went someplace in the West Village. What did you know about Trish when you met her? When you wait, you, were, you guys met online or something? We met on an app. Yeah, yep. an app. Yeah. Yep. I know. All those fun apps are fun, right? Yeah. This one was called Coffee Meets Bagel. Which <laughs> I hadn't heard of. For real? What? Coffee meets bagel? Yeah. I yeah, ha- have you heard of it? No. Yeah. Same here. We we Does that have anything to do with like late I had only been on it like um, or something. I it, don't it's get like it. you get one match a day, you say yes or no, and if they It's a little more yes. geared towards like geared away from the promiscuity that the other apps oh. kind of cuz it's not like you swipe like 50,000 people a day. Right. It's like you they kind of give you one that I don't even know how they decide how they match you, but we matched on that and we just chatted and I don't know. I feel like we seemed on a similar enough page. I think all I'm trying to do, and I think in that stuff, is to see if the person's like crazy or weird. Because then it's like you got to meet them. So if you know, you don't want to like waste your time if they're like psycho or something. 
but yeah, at that point, I didn't know what I was... I wasn't really looking for anything serious. I thought I would maybe find a situation that was like, I don't know, hang out once in a while. And okay. just, I don't know. Didn't really, didn't really know at that point. What happened you first saw Trish? First saw Trish. Well, she had a very like uh, laid back demeanor. I remember I came in and you were kind of standing there. Yeah, just kind of easygoing, like not like a. There not wasn't, like an uptight like, New Yorker. Yeah, it wasn't like a like wall. With the hands on the hips, yeah, like, yeah. What, what do we gotta gotta get to the business right up front? Yeah, 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 yeah and kind of easygoing and, <laughs> and approachable, and kind of had an open feeling and sort of like relaxed. Yeah, not like a membrane of like people have their guard up yet. Not too much, anyway. She seems. But she is an, an old school New Yorker at this point. It's been like a decade and a half. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, was there chemistry, Trish? Yeah, I think I, I got the same feeling. Like, it was just easy to talk to. And it it was actually really funny. Like within the first 10 minutes of like talking, I think Chris quoted this quote from 30, Walk, 30 Rock that my family always quotes. Oh. And so I was like, wait, this guy's funny. Like, <laughs> we had, yeah, some other things in common. We both had like strong relationships with our grandmothers, which was like a big thing we bonded on. And yeah, we were very like just straight up about, you know, kind of our red flags. Like I'm divorced. I'm told What else did I tell you up front? The bad stuff. Stuff we call the bad stuff. I guess for me it was the bad stuff. My Do stuff. you think that being divorced is a bad thing? Like you put that No, in I just of... think that like someone shouldn't I know that some people that's a thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I guess I don't know. I figure like not things that are bad but things that might be just being divorced people get uncomfortable if you mention it. Do you know what I mean? Some people will get very uncomfortable about that kind of stuff and and that's fine. Do you know what I mean? I think yeah, yeah to me it's like until we're like hanging for a minute i'd rather be just like kind of let it all out so you have a kind of more fair right. picture normally you wait a few dates you mean or are you yeah, normally I, well, I don't know i've never been a big dater i've been more definitely a serial like relationshipy right. person but um i guess i kind of feel like people act like like they do the pr presentation of themselves themselves right. on a date and it's like i can get along with anybody like i'm a bartender and so I don't know. I guess I'd rather you know everything that you might not like about me. And then we can and then if you still want to hang cool. That's smart. Well, you got you a know. good dater. <laughs> um so you so was there a kiss? Yeah, I don't usually kiss on a first date and it just seemed somewhat magical. The snow was falling and we had had such like a great conversation. It, did end up happening yes isn't that fun <laughs> when you don't think there's a kiss coming and then there is and then it's actually kind of good yeah yeah it was good he chris actually took a picture of us on our first date you did how come because it was really good that's cute yeah you just said i want to take like how so you guys had like a really honest first date yeah it was very upfront yeah just very nice relaxed laughing joking around being straight up about all kinds of stuff in life yeah i felt like you know we kind of learned a lot quick yeah. and each subsequent of the first few dates were kind of like that we're just sort of very open you know i feel like you know there's people i don't know about you but there's people i know that are our age they're like pushing 40 they want to like 
they have goals and like the person they're with for a long time doesn't even know any of them. Right. Do you know what I mean? That relate to them. Yeah. And that just seemed strange to me. So. So yeah. what did you think? So how did you tell him that you hadn't had sex before? Like how did, how did, was it nerve wracking to wait? Cause you've gone through it before. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's something that comes up a lot and I, I didn't necessarily want to put it all on the table in the first date, but it just ended up going there anyway because of our conversation and yeah. he kept asking me, well, what about the podcast? What'd you guys talk about? So I, I ended up just sort of taking a deep breath and laying it on the table. Well, I figured the podcast maybe like had something to do with like her job. She's in photography, so... I didn't know her at all yet, so that seemed interesting. But it could be a variety. I mean, who knows? Maybe she's a civil war reenactor <laughs> or some other thing to be, you know, interviewed on a yeah. podcast. So, um, did you do your mantra in your head when you left a little bit? I am hot. <laughs> I don't. I was sort of like still processing everything that we talked about. I wasn't necessarily like there yet <laughs> I know you kept saying like I have a lot to process yeah yeah it was kind of uh, a lot swimming around in there for a couple days <laughs> <laughs> what stuck with you about the podcast um it's hard to remember now <laughs> thinking about everything that we talked about um I've listened to it a couple of times and you, you, you have, you had like a couple light bulb moments and like one was about your, bo your body and how you feel about yourself. Yeah, that's definitely still an issue, but I think honestly, Chris has helped me a lot with that. Oh yeah. He's very sweet and he like compliments me a lot, which Aww. yeah. And honestly, like if I'm hot to someone that it, it doesn't necessarily have to be me. <laughs> oh, right. Mike, right. That makes a difference. Right. Totally. I didn't really know that before. Oh, that's sweet. What do you think is hot about her? Everything. <laughs> well, I mean, she obviously looks amazing. I don't think that's like unique to me that I think that. But yeah, not to sound whatever cheesy, but sort of the person she is outside of that is even more impressive. And like everything she does, she kind of really engages in and has sort of a love and a passion for but she's very humble and unassuming yet she's super super engaged in her life and yeah she just loves a lot of stuff and really lives every day to be part of those things she's super funny she's so fucking funny <laughs> she like even i listened she's listened, shared the previous podcast yeah and, she, and she's funny but she's definitely kind of like kind of following your lead but when she starts cracking jokes oh my god <laughs> She's very, very unexpected. I mean, laughing is huge. You know, you live in New York. It's yeah. Like, yeah. People laughing can be is a good like, way to kind of wash away the day. And, and just life is just crazy and silly and dumb. And she says a lot of funny stuff. Sharp. Definitely. She grew up with a lot of siblings. So she, she, she attributes it to maybe that helping. But I don't know everything about her side. She's just a beautiful person. You should, I mean, just you can tell how, how like her friends respond to her when they see her. It's like they light up and her family. She's just fucking rad. I tell her she's like way, too, way out of my league. I'm like, you should be dating like a senator, minimum. Oh, that's the best compliment. <laughs> diplomat, ever. maybe a diplomat. <laughs> then you could, you know, live in an island nation. 
You guys are both so humble. It's so cute. <laughs> so I just want to say, like, I'm sitting here like, oh, my God, this is so awesome. Like, because <laughs> a short time ago we were sitting here and I like I love when like things just happen. <laughs> and now there's a guy sitting in my living room gazing at you, bringing you records, making googly eyes. He can't stop talking about you. Yeah. Here he is. Uh, yeah. It's as surprising to you as it is to me. No. No, I'm not saying that actually at all. I'm super happy for you. No, that's why I am so excited about this show because I think you're awesome. I'm not surprised. I'm I like that the uh, the time frame. You never know the time frame. I feel no. like I knew what was going to happen for you, but you never know the time frame of the things that come our way. Yeah. Right? And so this does feel pretty quick because <laughs> yeah. i feel like have you guys said the l word mm-hmm. okay yeah you can tell okay so mm-hmm. that's awesome yeah and you can feel it i can feel it like i can totally feel it it's it's awesome so how how does that all feel um it feels incredible i think this is the first time that i've actually i've, I've only said i love you to two other guys and it Saying it to him, like, I, I never, I don't know if I actually meant it those other two times. Right. You yeah, know? I, I yeah. feel similarly where it's not to belittle those people or those experiences, but it's just like a whole different thing. It's kind of like, and all this stuff you hear, you know, every line you've ever heard in a poem or on a poster, you're like, okay, I get it now. You know what oh. I mean, like, it's all, it's crazy. It's crazy. And I I'm, I love that stuff. Like, I love romantic comedies. Like, yeah. And... Yeah, there's something that you, you learn. It's like you just learn something when it's really good that you, you can't really tell. It's kind of hard to... What's your favorite line from a romantic comedy? Ooh. I don't know. Well, When Harry Met Sally is a favorite movie. What's a favorite line from that? Oh, God. You're just setting me up to serve me into the next part of this. I mean, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the next part of it? I'll pick a I'll pick a cool other. Do you know where it's going? <laughs> That's like the perfect setup, man. The deli scene, I mean the deli scene is famous. And I think my favorite part of that scene, it's like the most boring moment of the whole scene. It's when she first kind of starts going. Yeah. And Billy Crystal's like, Are you okay? <laughs> Just like he's got a mouthful of like pastrami and he's just like, you all right? <laughs> like totally unfazed. She's like, whatever. Yeah. That movie is really funny. I did work on I did work on a Food Network show once where like the director of the show PA'd on When Harry Met Sally and uh, I was like, that's so cool. She's like, right. yeah, I got coffee thrown at me on that show, on that movie. All right. So. Yeah. Have you guys... <laughs> done anything besides kiss so my cherry done popped (laughs) (laughs) it's time for a drink (laughs) now you sound all hip hop on us girl I love that you can like laugh about it yeah I mean yeah I I felt ready 37 that's a respectable age (laughs) (laughs) Chris was very understanding and very patient and he told me up front that it like that didn't have to happen it didn't have to happen yeah 
Okay. It was cool. He was willing just... to date you without having yeah. sex. Right. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Which yeah, made you want to have sex with like, him more. <laughs> Get right? over here. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah, Hello, uh... guys that are listening. That's all you have to do. Just put us in yeah. control of yeah. like the, of that sort of thing. Right. Like like it makes not it's, it gives you the choice. Yeah. Right. He found you right. He found you right for like choosing to wait. And not needing to rush into it. How long, like, do you think that you really, like, you would have, how long would you have waited? Well, I mean, honestly, like, because I couldn't really wrap my head around what kind of big deal it was for her, I was more, I feel like I, I don't know if this is true or not, but I feel like I was more willing to wait longer than maybe even she was. It kind of felt that way. You know, I think I felt a little more cautious, like... Cause that's a big responsibility for me, you know, like it's not like a thing, it's not like a goal of mine to like have someone's virginity per se. I mean, not at, right. not at the age of 38. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's pretty I mean? unusual. So, it's pretty unusual. Yeah, so I didn't really know what to do with it, but I knew that there was some responsibility with that and that, yeah, I don't know. Like I'm, I mean, yeah, I, it's not, I'm totally open to it, but didn't want her to like do anything that like. I mean, if you hold on for that long, you might want to hold on a little bit longer if it's not ideal. You, you know left I mean? it up to her. Yeah. So how long did you guys end up waiting? How to, how long was it? Like two months? I think it was around two months. Okay. Yeah. And how was it? I'm going to say our emotional connection during my first time was pretty amazing. It didn't really feel so hot for me. Right, right, right. <laughs> like Which is physically? what we talked about, right? Yeah. I'm like, it's going to hurt. Yeah, like, it, it always did, does. It did really hurt. For a but while. Chris was, is very like patient and understanding, and he, he could tell it was uncomfortable yeah. for me, so he was like, okay, we'll stop. Like, Yeah, I feel like, yeah, the, those first times were more... It just like kind of eased into the water. I wouldn't necessarily yeah. even call it like a full on yeah, yeah. experience yeah. per se, the way people think of it. But I feel yeah. like the first time you have sex with anybody, like for the first time, first time, it's never real. It's never like it always gets better. Not, yeah, it's there's not always learning re- that will yeah. happen, whether yeah. you have a good connection or not. And yeah. But I want to go back to the fact that you had an emotional connection at first, because that is like. That's the best part of good sex. So yeah. it ultimately, yeah. yeah, no, it's definitely the physical part. Well, it, I don't think I would have felt comfortable doing it unless I had that emotional oh. intimacy that we had in that moment. I like know? feel safe for you. <laughs> like, like every woman wants that. That's so special. Yeah. Yeah. For a first time, it's pretty, it was amazing. Uh, yeah yeah it was like a powerful moment but it's different than like what you'd think of as like sex in a just sort yeah, of in that transactional way or, the, or those <laughs> yeah. transactional things that can happen whether it's deep or not do you know what i mean like it didn't seem as much about the activity as yeah about but it was like yeah but did you guys pretty heavy do, uh, did you did you set a stage did you like decide how you were gonna like well, how did you end i up- mean there was sort of a build up in the sense that I was like, okay, this is what I like. Cause he asked me, he's like, well, what do you, how do you envision your first time? And I was sort of like, well, I guess in my, in my mind, I'd always thought that I would wait till marriage. And usually you're like thinking wedding night, I'm going to have lingerie. It's going to be like this big build up kind of thing. 
And, and obviously it is a buildup for me. I was 37. Right, <laughs> but, right, right. But um, yeah, I think there was a point where I was sort of like, ready to explore the space. I remember that saying yeah, to she you. She texted me that. Well, it kind of seemed, yeah, we were, yeah. We were, <laughs> so we were never I, strangers to making out quite a bit. And yeah. Then, so that's what I that mean about get, you, you know, too. Like your physical, it seemed to me, like when I met you, it's not like you were just coming off of the farm either. Like, you know, you see, you seem very modern in a lot of ways. And like you have passion. You yeah. just had waited for the one thing. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So, because she's a good kisser, I'm sure. Like, if you guys had, well, yeah, you know. <laughs> I, I like can how tell, you say I it like tell. it's a known thing. Well, Trish, I'm you, sure. you're strange and a good kissing. We well, all you know can kind of tell here, if people are going to get Tribeca. into it or not. Yeah. Like, don't miss my you hair. You can tell if people are going to get into it or not. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you? I don't know. I think you kind of can. Um, um, so... Okay, so was so you so did yeah, you buy a lawn? I did. I, you? did. I, I, I we weren't. I wasn't really expecting it to happen that night. It was Same sort of here, like yeah. we kind were making evolved, out, yeah. and then I excused myself to the bathroom. And <laughs> Wait, yeah. I'm sorry, I missed that. We you you we were making out. Oh oh yeah, and then I changed. Oh, you back. you you yeah. You surprised Chris with a a little ditty. Yeah. Little number. <laughs> All right, so that's fun. Yeah. So that sounds fun. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it was all new to me, and I did feel very like kind of self-conscious. I've never like. Right. I don't know, like felt sexy before. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Or thought about myself in that way. So it was kind of new. It still kind of is. Did that help <laughs> you at all, or was it? Were you just trying to get over the fact that you were like? had lace on and and you weren't comfortable with it or did you get into you because i feel like sex is good when you get out of your head like and physical contact in general is good when you get out of your head so like yeah i can't say that i was anywhere out of my head the first time it was it still actually is something that i'm processing Um, right it's like something that I still find hard to believe that, like, I'm not a virgin anymore. Like, it's sort of something that I've labeled myself as for so long that it's it's still, like, eye-opening to actually think about it and, like, realize that I'm different, but I'm really not. <laughs> right. Well, you still are. You still waited a long time. Yeah. Right. But now you're not on that side of the fence. You're on this side of the fence. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to be back over on the other side of the fence now? No. (laughs) No. Can't undo that one. Yeah, not really. So, um, so have you gotten to enjoy it yet or is it still sort of a... Yeah, it's starting to get better. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Good. Yeah. Good. All right. Well, I'm very impressed with both of you. I mean, seriously, it's like a very... um, Thank you for being willing to be vulnerable and open and talkative and just like presenting that things transition and change because this podcast is about having a hard time people helping people through transitions because sometimes you don't believe that the guy's ever gonna come you know or that you're ever gonna do the thing that you want to do most which in this case involved like you needed somebody else to get to the other side of what you needed to do 
Sometimes we don't. But in this case, you needed a willing, able, awesome partner who you also cared about, you know, to so it's way more than sex, obviously, but that was the particular goal that we were talking about. And so coming on and talking about it is the proof. It's the proof that we can get there. And I'm just going to take an eensy bit of credit. that you. <laughs> no, yeah, she was saying that, you know, definitely talking to you, she felt probably more open to just, she was just like getting it all right out there, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think it definitely helped. Thank you. Good. Well, and you know, you always make, you never, I'm not actually doing anything. Like you're doing all the work. You already had this date lined up, but like this, you know, the universe aligned to where you, you'd said yes to coming here. You said yes to talking about it. You said yes. And it could, who knows, you could have had, you could have been in a totally different frame of mind when you went and met Chris, you know, then, then you would have been otherwise. It could have been just another coffee. Yeah. Who knows? Um, are there any future plans or anything else all that we're talking plans. about? <laughs> we, pl- we plan on all the plans. <laughs> all right. Um, we're not supposed to talk about it. Yeah, you're secretly. not. But Chris met my family last week. He came to Utah. That seems big. It's a big deal. I have a big Mormon family. He fit right in. It was very exciting. Um, well, can we maybe check in again after you guys get married and have a baby soon? <laughs> <laughs> And can I come to the wedding? We're not supposed to talk about it till after the summer. We're not trying to put that pressure on yet. No, I know. Well, he is, but I'm not. Oh, (laughs) see, I know. I know. I can tell. That's good. Yay. You come back when you're pregnant. Um, or or maybe we'll do something we'll do like a little something from your wedding or something but okay. yeah of course no pressure yeah on any of the time yeah we're all. always I think open it's to amazing. talking to you i think it's amazing what yeah we're always open to talking to you <laughs> thank you guys so much for coming on i i appreciate you walking into this chris and trish for trusting me and um i think it's a really inspiring story yeah thank you thanks for having you us guys yeah you're welcome and I hope you have years and years and years of awesome, crazy positions. Oh, my God. <laughs> so does he. <laughs> Everybody has somebody who teaches them. I, w- I will. I will say that. Yeah, I will say that. I will. Uh, so I'll. Yes, I will leave you. On, like, my ex-husband taught me everything about oral sex. Like I basically had had nothing before I met him. And then I was like. All right. Well, there's a whole new world out there, isn't there? <laughs> somebody. Everybody has a teacher. You know, so you have some good times ahead of you. Yeah. I will say that. I hope so. So far, so good. (laughs) All right. uh, There are one, two, three, four, five, six people to do what made you happy today. Um, So we'll go around quickly. George, take us out on a little Furious George music break. We'll be right back for what made you happy. Um, the last segment of the day is something I invented to appreciate the small things that happen in our everyday life so that we don't lose track of them and it's called what made you happy today and we all go around the room and share one small thing that made us happy today in hopes of inspiring others 
Trish, would you like to start? Sure. Um, just the first thing that came to my mind was driving down here to meet you. You're driving on the West Side Highway and just looking out at the the clouds and the sky looked amazing, like reflecting in the water and everything. And I was sitting with this guy holding his hand and I was like, this is just such a moment. Yeah, it was good. Very happy. <laughs> Thank you. That's a good, good, good moment. Chris, what made you happy today? Um, when your dog was getting really friendly there. <laughs> <laughs> that was cute. I was making him happy, not you. Is, wait, what's the... Is it a boy or a girl? It's a boy, it's right? It's Mr. Pauly Meatballs. Yeah. Yeah, he just went from like looking like he was asleep to just getting right... Like right here. That was cute. You can play with him after, too. That was Sonia's What Made You Happy last time, too. He's good. He's kind of annoying and loud, but he does make you happy. Yeah. All right, Sonia, you're up. You want to sit over here? Here. Fine. What made you happy today, Sonia? It's fine. Thank you. So um, a friend of mine told me that she's coming all the way from India to visit me. Wow. And she's going to be here on Friday. How long is she staying? She's staying for two weeks, but I'm going to be seeing her after 18 months. So. Oh my God. Why is she coming? Like what inspired her to come? She just wants to travel because she quit her job. So she's coming to visit me and just surprise me. That's so cool. What's her name? Sana. Sana? Yeah. So close to my name. Sana and yeah. Sanya. Yeah. Oh, you guys are going to yeah. tear up New York City. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's going to be so fun. Yeah. Yay. Cheryl's. Shirley, you're the best. Shirley, <laughs> you are so committed. I want to, okay. I just want to honor your commitment to this project right now. Of course. Thank I you. I love it. I love you're it. So love awesome. intervention. Okay. So what made me happy today I put a bunch of stuff in the crock pot last night and I didn't know what it was going to come out to be this morning. And I tasted it and it was so good. So I'm so happy that I have amazing food for the week. Absolutely. Congratulations. That crock pot discovery is like a really awesome thing to have. You just put it all in and you turn it on and then you go away and then you're done. Awesome. Congratulations. George, Jorge. What made you happy today? Uh, so uh, my sister sent me a photo of our dog just like staring at her and I thought it was really cute. So I sent it to one of my friends, Jess, who's like a really good friend of mine and like we get along really well. And it turns out she has the same exact dog that I do. And we we're just like, and it's like the same age. And I was just like, oh, that's nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what kind of dog? Shih Tzu. That's adorable. Yeah, you What's your sister's dog's name? Uh, Oscar. What's well, our dog? It's our family dog. And what's Jess's dog's name? Maddie. That's cute. Somebody asked me. Somebody asked me. What made you happy, Abby? Oh, thanks. <laughs> oh, that's really cute. Yeah. George just showed me a picture. Is that Maddie or no, Oscar? It's my sister's dog. Oh, cute. Dog. They're just like. <laughs> <laughs> I um saw a picture on Facebook of my sister Emily, who owns a farm in Idaho. She had her seventh annual pig roast, and my dad flew out and surprised her. <laughs> Polly likes that. Um, she had a pig roast, 160 people on her farm. And she, my dad 
there's all these pictures posted of my sister with all these kids and families like running around her property. So my sister like basically has her own like festival at her farm now. <laughs> wow. Isn't that Where's amazing? That? That's so cool. In Sandpoint, Idaho. It's called Red Wheelbarrow Produce. So she's an organic farmer and she has her that own nice. big roast. Isn't that amazing? And Polly's so happy. I that my dog speaks human makes me happy too. Okay. Um, seriously, seriously, seriously. Yay. Thank you all for coming out tonight. Polly, stop. <sighs> Polly, stop. Polly, what, what made you happy today? <laughs> Polly, what made you happy today? Polly, what made you happy? This is your cue yes. to wag your tail now. Come here. What made you happy, Polly? Come here. It's Tell time Chris to, what made you happy, let's Polly. Let's cut loose with that tail and really explore it. There you go. Yes, up here. You wanted to talk. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. You're strong. He's so strong. He's so strong. I love you. Oh, my God. He had to play with Chris. <laughs> you right. asked for it. He's getting down on Chris. No, you're so um, I know. You're sweet. Thank Ow. you, Trish. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> thank you, Sonia, for being awesome and going and getting all the microphones. Sit. Sit. Where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, thank you everybody for tuning into Levine Intervention. You can check um, us out at levineintervention.nyc. Sonia, thank you for building the website um, and getting all of the mics and producing um, today. Um, Shirley, thank you for being the most committed, awesome producer ever on the planet. You're always available in here. George, thank you for showing up despite your long hours and your long days and all your other commitments. You're awesome. Um, thanks, everybody, for tuning in, and we'll talk to you again real soon. Click on the next podcast. Later. Later.